You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Um, I ain't even got no AKs. I'm just happy to be here. Um, and I'm joined by... Hey, everybody. It's Candice. You know where to find me on all social media. Please don't get on my nerves like y'all have been doing. Because I will block you. I don't <laughs> care. I block you. Um, we have a special guest, a... Well, she's a special guest. She's like a friend of the show, family of the show. <laughs> Always comes through whenever we ask her to talk shit with us. Everybody, Lexi is here. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's been a minute since I've been it, on here, though. It has, yeah. it has been a while. That's why we're glad to have you back, especially... <laughs> Especially as the shows are ramping back up um, yeah. after the pandemic, because Salt Lake City premieres this week. Um, I'm so I was excited. watching. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot I'm wait. I'm so excited. I love oh my messy God. white bitches. I just, Those I love fucking, it. And they former Mormons and shit. They are oh my super God. messy. I know they're going to be messy. <laughs> yeah, crazy religious people are always fucking messy. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then I was watching Ready to Love and Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta is coming back. And Deb yeah. Atney can't, like is a proud Trump supporter and they're going to be tearing her new asshole Oof. on the new no, season. Oof. Not my Deb. I just... I, yeah, that, that, I mean, that one hurt. Because I was like, girl, what? Because I like Deb, but girl, what? I wanted Deb to help me get my life together. Like, Ayana helps former reality TV stars get their life together. Um, well, uh, well mm, mm. <laughs> we just talked about um, the season premiere with Shay on uh, Ratchet Reloaded. And child, that family fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So, if you I, haven't, go subscribe to our Patreon where we discuss where we've added Iyanla to the lineup. Uh, first of all, why her brother's so fine and she Got a nice body. That's I don't know what happened with my pause before you said that is is taking me down. <laughs> Her brothers are handsome. Yeah, they really are. And then there's they are, and she then there's my nice body. But, yeah. All right. She is a right. neck down goddess. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. And you know, it, doesn't, down, it it doesn't help that like she. I feel like she has like this knack for just picking really terrible wigs because yes. it's like she has the potential to, you know, play with her looks to look better. But I feel like she always picks like tacky looking wigs, cheap Bad outfits, makeup. And it's just like, girl, you're not doing yourself any favors. Like, I, yeah, I know, like, on Yanla, like, she had every time she stood up, she had to pull her skirt down. Miss Mamas, you are too old to not be wearing clothes that fit you properly and are tailored yeah. to you properly. Um, I know everybody thinks that's like a, a a bitch with a cold body problem, but that's just one of those you buy cheap clothes and don't have them tailored problems. That's true. That's and true also, what that is. Like, 
not to sidetrack, but like having a good tailor on hand really does not cost that much. Like, no alterations. And yeah, and she's supposed to be getting checks, so she really allegedly. shouldn't have allegedly. Uh, so she really shouldn't have a problem with getting her clothes tailored. But um, mm. here we At are. All. So. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, Candace, saying that uh, Grown Up Hip Hop Atlanta's coming back, that makes sense because Shad dropped some music that ain't nobody gonna listen to like two days ago. I don't pay any attention to Bow Wow. Um, I'm not calling that nigga Shad. I don't pay any attention to Bow Wow unless it's on Grown Up Hip Hop Atlanta or LA. Um, I don't care about his music. I only care about his personal life on reality TV. That's it and you know when he got beat up by that girl um true he dropped music i didn't know he was still making music That's i was same. hoping he wasn't okay cool. Sadly. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool i'm assuming like he dropped it i guess like i'm assuming that mm-hmm. there's gonna be some shit that he gonna work on on the show or whatever like he dropped a like a a, a, a listen a video snippet or some shit and mm-hmm. i was like oh, look at bow wow dropping music ain't nobody gonna listen to yeah, that's yeah. that's cute. I give him an A for effort for still, you know, <laughs> for still, <laughs> you know, trophy. Yeah, for you know, Mister Congeniality. <laughs> <laughs> you know, also, for pursuing his uh his craft or whatever you want to call it right now. Yeah, good for him. You know, I love that journey for him. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> And also, um, Love and Marriage Huntsville is back filming, and I think it's without Melody. Um, Mm. I'm gonna tell you, they are fucking messy because Melody and Martell have been letting the chopper sing on Instagram Live for weeks now, and Martell Mm. came out on his Instagram and was like. She been crying about me cheating on her and getting these bitches pregnant, but she was cheating on me before we started the show. So mm. it's like fair exchange ain't no robbery. And I'm like, this is so fucking messy, but y'all are all so stupid, but it's messy. Because right. if we going tit for tat with cheating, we could just be single. They're right. But like, <laughs> like just, just be by yourself and fuck who you want without like being with somebody. Like it, it is so simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they back. So I'm hoping to hear something about um some some of the love and hip hops. Hopefully, just Atlanta, um maybe even New York. Since we found out Joe Budden be jacking off his dog. So- Yo, I mm, <laughs> that was unfortunate. I really I'm don't understand like he's why creepy. he's very creepy, and it's just so weird to me that people like stand for him or like fans of him like he has no real redeeming qualities like i don't i mean he basically it's even weird because you know we could talk about the um i say allegations because i don't want nobody suing us we could talk about the abuse (laughs) allegations but the stuff that came out in that document that um somebody posted from Sin, that shit is way worse than the abuse. He basically groomed her. Mm-hmm. Like, he met her when she was 16. Talking about they became friends when she was 16. You can't become friends with a 16-year-old when you're 28. Right. 
<laughs> but I feel like he has like a habit of doing that because I yeah. remember when he was dating um what's, what's the girl Kaylin? Oh, Caitlin, and then I'm going back even further with Yars because I'm like, Yars was mad young, like, and he was like hot on her trail, and I'm like, Monica, that's weird. Like, I find it to be like a red flag if a man can't maintain a relationship with a woman like in his age bracket. Like, if you're always pursuing someone younger, I think something's wrong with you. Like. And the one that was his age, they are equally toxic. Oh, my God. Yeah, they are just, they're both people that just, like, shouldn't think about dating anyone for, like, a long time. (laughs) Like, he should go to jail and she should go to therapy. Like, every day. (laughs) Is the the consensus. Not going to jail every day. (laughs) (laughs) Like he, they should arrest him, lock him up, and take him back out and rearrest him every day, <laughs> every, every damn day. <laughs> Come on, rearrestment assessment. <laughs> like I'm, I'm all for uh, the pipeline to prison system with him. That's what I want. I'm so glad, Madam- Joe Pipeline. <laughs> Madam Vice President Kamala Harris is on the job because these niggas is out of control. Like it'll be that that uh, that reaction pick of her on the line calling. Listen, I made a joke. Somebody tweeted that um, niggas is still crying about Kamala got my uncle put in jail, and I'm like, and they was like, but the question is, did your uncle do it? And I was like, yes, because she she was not giving y'all nigga life sentences for a, a personal blunt. Like, like oh. she was not she was not wasting all this time, money, effort, and taxpayer dollars because your uncle had no. a blunt in the car. Was your uncle a kingpin? Yes right. or no? Yo, Candace, that's but niggas so got funny mad that at me, you and I was mentioned like, that. On, like, it's a fucking joke. <laughs> but it's so funny to me because me and my girlfriends were just talking about that earlier. Like, Niggas was really upset. They're like, she locked up so many black men. And it's like, but can we be, can we be honest for a second? Your cousin Pookie, a lot of you niggas need to be under the jail every day, not just one day, every day under the jail. Like your cousin Pookie is a career criminal. He doesn't need (laughs) to be free. Pookie robbed an elderly woman and then beat her. Why are you saying free him? Why? We see, we've seen how a lot of you niggas have acted during this election. Y'all should have been in jail. Y'all did. Y'all was out there voting. Y'all was out there voting for Trump. Y'all did not deserve a right to vote. Okay. No. no. The eighteen percent of y'all who was voting for Trump, if you would have been in jail, this would not have been an issue. Honestly, and you know who this also is- just needs to go to jail. I know that white women kind of segue into who needs to go to jail people but the niggas who really thought Trump's platinum plan was about to be something like nice cute. All, all he had to do was name it platinum and you niggas was like this is great what has Joe and Kamala done for us Ice Cube like, tweeted in like two days <laughs> Three, four, four. I've been counting. I go. Oh, you oh, it been, it been more than that. Because I knew, I knew it was, like it was at least two. Because I'm, a, I'm a petty nigga, so I've been counting. It's been like four days 
since he's tweeted and try to play the victim because I know because for me, like as soon as that nigga say something, I'm I'm there. <laughs> Every time he tweet, I'm retweeting him, calling him a sellout because <laughs> the weirdest part is, um, why would you want to have a sit down with someone and you don't know if they're going to be reelected or not yet? What can they do for right. you in this moment? I literally made Absolutely a joke yesterday. Nothing. I literally made a joke yesterday. Like this nigga ask you, this nigga ask you got a loser to read his plan. <laughs> like, and you know what else? It just like kind of just blew my. I love how my we have segue way off topic. <laughs> into it we got this needs to be a new segment on this show <laughs> called "Niggas Need to Go to Jail Every Day." <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that he was like how much is the other side giving is what blew mine because he really fell for the okie doke when habanero hitler was like i'm giving y'all five billion dollars why are you that stupid ice cube why can a broke boy give you five billion dollars like because <laughs> this nigga trump ass is broke this nigga owe everybody and they mama he like, is so broke that the bank that Dutch bank is trying to sell his debt off because all he pays is the interest and none of the principal. Wow. Like he is acting like a nigga with student loan debt. He is acting like Peter Guns. He actually you know who is the who is the new host of Cheaters? Yes. Ironically. <laughs> the irony. It writes itself. I mean but the jokes the, the jokes write the child support. I mean <laughs> <laughs> that don't get paid. Okay. <laughs> he is he was so ridiculous and he's like, oh, so I'm the bad person for trying to do better for our community. What did you do? Yes, you don't you have a the bad you person. don't have yes. a cent to you your name. Are. And that nigga is no longer gonna be the pres- president. He is the outgoing president. So what well, are you saying? Plan. Oh shit. It's the platinum that plan motherfucker has That motherfucker <laughs> is the same stupid ass nigga he was in 91 when he sat down with Angela Davis. Ain't gonna never change. And it was all just his misguided ego telling him he, he was trying to get credit for some shit that was never gonna happen. Crazy. Dumbass. Speaking of dumbasses, Miss Leaks. Lanethia Leaks. Come um, on, Segway Jones. Honey. Athens, Georgia. <laughs> Miss Mamas. <laughs> Brent's mama, <laughs> your son, your son that still that still raises from Walmart's mama, <laughs> Miss, <laughs> Miss Ma'am, you are Ms. going Greg out. Leaks. Listen, you are going out very fucking sad because you are the reason you are not on the show this season. They yeah. wanted to have you on for six episodes. You were pissed that you were not going to be on for all of the episodes. And then we see the super trailer for the show, and it looks fucking terrible. Why would you even have wanted to be a part of that? Right, because this right. new season looks like it's going to be ass. It, this new season looks like a bunch of old bitches trying to get their groove back, and nobody cares. They are arguing <laughs> right. about who had a threesome at Cynthia's wedding weekend, and all kind of weird shit and sex dungeons and what? It looks like if you put lipstick alley on the TV screen. Furthermore, <laughs> you and Cynthia are not that close, so why would you want to have been forced into episodes re- revolving around her wedding? And furthermore, 
Bravo didn't even film the fucking wedding because she didn't social distance. Right. right. Which Cynthia girl got. Mm, mm. I think Cynthia has like this fascination with like with more getting so like getting weddings, married and like but weddings not staying and married parties and because I'm just yeah. like what what was the reason for this big ass wedding sis like in the middle of in a, a pan- pandemic in a panoramic in a in a panty in a panty she likes weddings she does not want to be married yeah but if that's the case Miss Mama. You can throw an adult prom. They was doing it right. on Twitter. <laughs> Ma'am. Hi. But just don't be having nobody get sexually assaulted. Hi. <laughs> oh my friend, God. Friend, did you hit friend? Did you hit something before you before I'm not, we started? I, this is I'm just this is this is more of the pregnancy kicking in. <laughs> Ma'am. Listen, Todd got you on 10. <laughs> I mean, he got you on 10, Miss Mamas. What's happening? Just, you can throw an adult prom. You don't need to keep getting married. <laughs> Ma'am. Because in the previews, her and Mike Hill don't seem to be on the same page about any fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, if they're in the previews honest, talking about we don't yeah. know each other. Huh? Yeah. I mean, you kind of saw those seeds kind of being sold yeah, last season. Last season. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we saw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> enough. And also, Wendy Williams don't have no ankle. She just got one long leg. What did you fighting with this woman for? She don't have no knee. She don't have no shin. She don't have calves. She don't got ankles. It's just a leg and a foot. I said, and two big titties. <laughs> what is going on? What is with this senior citizen slap boxing? What's happening? <laughs> You know what's like really gross about this whole situation is like how I think it was like Wendy Williams' friend spilled the beans that Nene was fooling around with French Montana, and it's just like yucky. Yuck! I so did not need to know yeah. that. Like, first of all, it's just it's getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> If ever there was information I never needed to know in my life, that was it. it. That was definitely it. And she was was like, do you want me to tell people how you let French Montana finger you in the car? What? I don't. That is. I feel attacked. First of all, French Montana is what? 30? Uh, yes. 31? 32? I don't know. Meanie, you are old in the motherfuckers. Not even. He's just dumb, too. Like yeah. I don't. Yeah, he is just very stupid. Like and I just... anti-black, because I remember wasn't it him that um yes that had a answer <laughs> right. yes whatever <laughs> right <laughs> whatever he did yes he did it whatever whatever they said he did then it, he did it that's fine he did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's like Nene girl what what would thirty five the nigga thirty five. Still, still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what what was the reason? I'm like, mm. like why? Like girl, I know Greg is 105, but still. <laughs> why did you do his that? shooters his shooter still shooting according to all that gossip from last season? That will interesting. But we still did not need to know that. At Ever. all. 
Never. I mean, she could have took that to the grave. A okay. I hear Greg already. Damn that. You know what? Let me go out. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> that, was not, that, that was not very there. nice. That was not very nice. No, it wasn't. But it was but, not untrue. Yeah. 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 Um, is that all the ain't shitness we got going on outside of the shows? I think it is. I believe so. Um, yes. Yeah. Speaking of weddings, you bitches on Bridezilla's are just unhinged <laughs> alley cats. Do you know that? Y'all are just fucking wild beast about a fucking wedding, about one fucking about day, one about, day. A, about an eight to they ten hour are... day. A wild beast who look like wild beast. And let me tell you, you yeah. hoes wigs ain't good enough for y'all to carry on the way that y'all do. I have not seen a good wig on this show since all season. <laughs> all fucking season. Y'all wigs have told the story. Y'all attitudes are as nasty as y'all's wigs. Yeah. I just don't understand why the need for the nastiness. I, I really, I really cannot imagine risking friendships, risking you know the person that I'm gonna be marrying not actually wanting to marry me because I'm making one day into some catastrophe. It's just not even that serious to me. No, it's not, and it's literally one day, and it's like you really want to sacrifice like your. Your, I don't your know, bonds. Like your, your bonds for just for one, like, and it's not even one day if you think about it. It's literally just a couple of hours, like. And they're like, I, I just, can't believe you don't have your dress ready. Like, I would literally beat a bitch down if she was like, <laughs> that's I would psychotic. strangle her with her wedding dress. Like, like you, you're not gonna, <laughs> you you're not, you're not gonna be making it down the aisle. You're gonna be laying in it because right. you are doing entirely too fucking much. <laughs> but maybe like, I, I still don't know if like the the bridesmaids and the other guests get a check because it's got to be something. Because there's no way be. you just gonna talk to me like that and then yeah. end up on national TV. Because I'm just like, there's no way I I couldn't even allow it. But I must say, like. Bridezilla from back in the day, one of the main reasons why I loved it is because I just have this thing for seeing like trashy ass white people fight amongst each other. Like it just brings me much joy. And I will it's never reparations, forget- honestly. Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. It's like reverse racism, which is like totally a thing. But <laughs> but there was like one Bridezilla episode it was like literally these two poor white people getting married to each other but like the groom's mother was so not with it she was like you guys are not ready you don't know each other and she was so right because well, that sounds familiar shit <laughs> they had um their wedding in a gymnasium that had like an open roof that was like falling apart Mm. And the mother mm. was like, I'm not going to come inside unless somebody gets me a six pack from them. <laughs> Mama said she had to be under the influence Mama to stand said, for this I shit. Need, I need to be slizzard right. for this shit yeah. show. I, I need to be slizzard <laughs> before I slide up in this bitch. Yeah. And she literally waited outside of the gymnasium for a six pack. Until her six pack came. And down two of them. 
and then That's went the inside. And then <laughs> to be fair though, I would have waited outside too, especially if the the, the the top of the gym like the top of the gymnasium was faulty and could fall. Like nigga, to, I don't want to die. I'm gonna make a note to find this episode because when I tell y'all, like I had that saved like on my cable box for like the longest until like I had to get a new one and it like didn't save. But it was just like sis was like, Y'all don't need to be getting married. And then the bride's father was like what's your problem what the hell is wrong with you and she was like who the hell are you and then he was like well who the hell are you she was like who the hell am i i'm the mother of the groom and i don't think these two should be getting married and from what i heard you weren't even around so why does it matter and i was like mama that's the type of negativity that's the type of negativity i thrive on i um i'm like i know like I know, like, y'all, like, the fact that she said, I'm not coming in until someone gets me my six-pack is a whole move. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if I gotta come to a shit show, I might as well be shit-faced. To be honest. Hello? Like, (laughs) if I gotta gotta sit through poverty, (laughs) bring me some spirits. It literally was just like the trashiest wedding ever. Like, cause they had no real budget. Like, they had no money. Like, they really should not have been getting married. Like, they I, and like, I'm I try not to be mean and be one of them people. Like, if you can't afford it, don't get married or whatever. Just go to the courthouse. But honestly, you got a better chance of getting some better pictures outside the courthouse than. Mm-hmm. Forcing a wedding that you just really cannot <laughs> afford. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at least at least the outside of the courthouse is typically photographic. Photo- yeah. Whatever. You can get some nice pictures. I mean, because all courthouses be looking the same. Just built the stone, mass steps, the you know, the landscape and be nice and shit. You can you mm-hmm. can make some shake with that. But I'm not getting married in no structurally unsound gymnasium. I could tell you that. <laughs> the bar was in hell for that one. And even on these new episodes, it's like I watched the last two episodes since we didn't record last week. And that Nigerian wedding, they defrosted the meat in a trash can. Yo. And then, like, Dumped yeah. it out and all Dumped the meat, all the meat packs was on the ground. I'm like, uh, oh, uh, first of all, who the fuck defrosts shit in meat, a trash like, can? Yeah, that's let's start. Well, there. I mean, I, like, I, I, that, so, it was a whole kitchen that had sinks in it. <laughs> that's like the right there. Confused me. The whole kitchen had sinks in it. First of all. If you think I'm finna be crossing state lines to find your stupid ass a whole cow, <laughs> you motherfuckers don't take these T-bone steaks and get on up out my face. Hello, <laughs> like I got the I got to travel I got to travel another state state in a panty to get an authentic <laughs> cow for your ass. So your so the wind is, so they you said can, the tail had to still have hair on it. What? Like girl, what? Yeah, like, this ain't the Walking Dead. This is not <laughs> Little House on the Prairie where you got to offer up <laughs> like, four girl, this goats ain't... and like two chickens. Girl, like, this, ain't, this, this ain't gun smoke. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't take this goddamn steak and be happy and shut the fuck up. 
then they doing the rehearse ceremony. How you how you keep telling us how Nigerian you are and you don't know the sequence of your Nigerian ceremony? That no. part. Well, I... Like, girl, what? Just up there looking <laughs> stupid. And then when the event, uh, when the um, venue coordinator told her to get the fuck out, I was screaming. Like, he was fed up. He right. like, you want me to set up for your goddamn Nigerian wedding, but you've been rehearsing in this motherfucker for three hours because you don't know how your African ceremony is supposed to go. Make Mm-mm. it make sense, Jesus. We know who was not in touch with her ancestors. Yo. Who doesn't? Can I? I got a question. Mm-hmm. Because I've I've had I've had it was basically a wedding it, we called it a vow renewal ceremony but we was already married but it was still a wedding nonetheless. One of the last things you do is double check with your caterers, your florists, and anybody who has to do any form of setup work. How did you not get in touch with your caterer and your chef to make sure y'all was on the same page for the for the African ceremony? He talking about, I ain't know I had to cook no motherfucking cow today. What? Like, <laughs> and JL, like, JL rubbed it in. He like, oh, Evelyn, your chef say y'all ain't gonna have no food today. When he told her I got some fruit loops in the kitchen. That's the type of pit, that's the type of pit that I can get behind. Yeah. Because for the, as nasty as your attitude is, bitch, you should have had every square covered. Yeah, literally. Like, if you're gonna be that goddamn insufferable, right? Yeah. If you're gonna be that goddamn insufferable and stupid, you better make sure all your shit is down to a T. Mm-hmm. P's and Q's. Yep. Every okay. I dotted, every T crossed. And none of that shit, like that girl, that shit was a mess. And I mean, both you... ceremonies went off without a hitch. I mean, that's the other wild part. Y'all do all of this weird ass, wild ass, stupid behavior, and you have a nice wedding anyways. And it would have been nicer if you hadn't have been such a bitch to everybody. That part. Like, how dare you not be along with my perfect planning? Like, first of all, why are you you yelling at me? Like, I'm right here. So, (laughs) like, what you're not going to do. Especially when you have to spend money to be in somebody's wedding. I yes. think that's the part that we don't really, we hadn't touched on, Jeremy, is it costs money to be in people's wedding. It's not cost-free. It it's it not really cost-free. The bride and the easily, groom cover very little. Like, you can easily spend anywhere from, like, 500 to, like, 1,000 plus just being in someone's wedding. Because if you think about it, like, participating in the bachelorette and the bridal shower and then getting your dress and accessories and then hair and makeup because some of these brides got the nerve to be like oh well you're gonna pay for this on your own it's like bitch you asked me to be at your wedding like shouldn't you be footing part of this bill like (laughs) yeah that's the crazy part the women gotta pay for the dress hair makeup events help get party favors together. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe the bride will provide accessories as a gift, especially if she wants them to be uniform. Mm-hmm. But men got to rent their own tux, haircut, shoes, and so on. It's a, it like, no. It's mm-hmm. expensive. It's, and it's too really expensive is. for somebody to be talking to you like they stupid. Like... <laughs> 
Like it's certain it's games, I'm not about to, to play with to, you. Yeah, it's too expensive for you to be talking to me like I won't punch you in the face. Like that part. <laughs> um. That then we part. meet. We meet Jessica and the. <laughs> What's the nigga name? Jessica and Sean. This bitch quacking <laughs> when she get upset. He prefer- like, first of all, I know Sean gotta have some shit with him because he proposed to this girl three times before she accepted. Wait, th- wait three different rings, right? Yes. First of all, nigga. <laughs> yeah, no. Suckers get licked. We say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um. Then she tried to blame her behavior on her mom passing away and not being there to help her plan her wedding. And it's like, if anything, why isn't the memory of your mom bringing you peace and solace? Why are you right. attacking people? Why are you attacking your own fiance for using common sense? Because you went over your your um seating budget. budget. If mm-hmm. your guest list is a hundred people. It's a hundred people. It ain't a hundred and forty like you was trying to do. <laughs> and her her wedding planner couture set her ass. No, it was her bridesmaid that set her straight. Like, is it controlling as you are? Why you ain't have control over your guest list? That okay. Part. And then she got mad and was like, "Everybody leave, everybody leave." But you invited. Them. Like, but it's like you invited like, them. Bitch, over. you ain't hurting our feelings. We don't give a fuck about your guest list, anyways. Anyway. We didn't want to be here anyway because this really ain't got nothing to do with us. True. <laughs> I didn't like how she was using her mom's passing as like her spiraling out of control. If anything, like Candace was saying, why aren't you walking? Because from what we've seen and heard from your sister, who is also like your bridesmaid and like secondhand, it, your mama was like the complete opposite of how you acted. So why exactly? So why are you like, not mo- walking in the spirit of your mother? Your mother, more? exactly. I was just about to say that. Like, if anything, like you should want to do your mom a service, like and act like you got some goddamn sense instead of acting a fool. Like, I don't know. Her Man, attitude, her whole demeanor was just like nasty. Like. And her demands, I think that's the part that got me because I'm like, girl, like, this is what you want. Like, and you want people, and that's another thing people see tend to forget. Like, being in a wedding is time consuming. Like, these people have lives, they have hobbies, they have jobs, they have families, they have whatever the fuck it is that they have going on. So it's like you wasting these people's times with your fucking antics, like. I honestly don't know how she ended up with the wedding party that she did. Because if I was in it, I'd be like, bitch, suck my dick. Like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm just, I'm not doing this. <laughs> like, and all that goddamn quacking and shit. Like, I that, listen. I'm like, yeah, no. Absolutely not. No, no, ma'am. Like, girl, this ain't my hero academia if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> then you get mad at Sean for saying we we'll do what we gotta do to accommodate the extra guests that you didn't control when you took control of the guest list. I'm like, I like how so you bad. get mad? How you get mad at your fiance for accommodating what you wanted? I don't know. I and it came with an eight thousand dollar price tag. <laughs> that part. You should have taken my side and stood by me, Sean. Well, seems like he's trying to f- clean up your fuck up. So why you still mad? Right. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I just. But Couture checked the shit out of Jessica, and I was pleased. I was too. I was so happy. Like, Same. 
Because she needed it. Because I'm like, the way you keep barking at people, somebody needs to pop you in your throat one good time. <laughs> this one. Call <laughs> Just... <laughs> I feel like that's all she needed just to get her mind right. Because she had clearly lost it. I was just like, my mouth was just open the whole time. Like, you are really talking to your friends and family like this. Like, it like the pay has to be good. That's the only thing I can think of because there's just yeah. like no way I would sign the up. The pay and just, you know, the fact that you're going to be on TV because otherwise I would have been like, girl, fuck you. Literally. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not doing this like at all. And then she canceled the rehearsal dinner because people was late to rehearsal. Again, I mean, no harm. But like Lexi said, your wedding is not the end all be all for me if I'm in it. <laughs> It's mm. truly not. And if you can't schedule a rehearsal and a rehearsal dinner to accommodate the wedding party, I don't know what to tell you, Miss Mamas. I really don't. And she they be all uptight about rehearsal dinners. And most weddings have the same order same order sequence. Like it's mm. literally nothing different. It's nothing out of the ordinary happening in the ceremony. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It was, it was just, it was a lot. She got on my nerves bad. And I was just sitting there like. Like is somebody going to pop it in the mouth or. I thought it was going. I thought it was going to be that one. That one bridesmaid's Tasha. <laughs> then, but then she turned around and did some silly shit. Why would you tell that girl that the seating chart broke? Especially when <laughs> Couture was making sure the guests knew where they were seated at. Right. What was the big deal? Why even invite chaos to somebody's wedding day? You know, some people thrive off of chaotic energy. Like, yeah, it gives them a high or a kick. Like, oh, she's already a mess. Let me just push her over the edge by adding this. Because it's like you already know she's a fool. And she's been <laughs> acting a fool this whole entire time. So it's like, why would you? <laughs> like, why would you feed into that? Like, uh, I just want people to. Jessica had that, that meltdown because 140 people wasn't there on time and ended up tearing the flower off her dress. And that should have <laughs> been your sign from God, bitch, to relax. Literally, like... She's shaking and shit, her hand shaking. Like, come on with that little Parkinson hand. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, yeah. you and your Michael J. Fox hand can get the fuck on. Stop you got all this on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess you in that that Putin hand. <laughs> Stop it! All right. Stop well, they, it. they say he got Parkinson's. So, bitch, all that shaking you was doing. If you would have just sat down, she didn't walk to the parking lot and everything. Everybody know what wearing dresses is delicate, right? <laughs> they not made for you to be dragging them through a through a goddamn gravel parking lot, right? Like, where you? You know, they, they made for walking down the aisle, not. Not walking on tiles. Yeah, not walking on asphalt. <laughs> so that was your fault with your stupid ass. <laughs> you just stupid. And then the wedding when they the wedding was nice. It was cool. But when I seen her without that wig, Miss mm. mm. Mamas, I didn't even realize mm. that it was her at first. I had to do like a double take because I'm like. With and Miss Mamas, mm. you do not have wash and go hair. No, 
She has more of like a Wash and Frederick Douglass, but not Wash and Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not, you know, hair shaming. I'm just calling we, a spade a spade. Like, we just all. know when some of y'all don't realize your hair texture or you don't want to yeah. own up to the texture you have. You, you moving with the texture you think you have. Like you mm. want that Tracy Ellis Ross. But you but really you are that Maya Angelou. Angelou or Frederick Delic- Douglas, excuse me. So mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta, you know, we gotta and learn even, to start being more <laughs> truthful with ourselves. When and even if you, you even it. if you even if you <laughs> walk in your truth, still you will rise. Okay. You right. still <laughs> be, be okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get on my day. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a lot. And then we go to this Alex and Craig couple. And they met on Twitter. Mm. How you celibate, but then talking about y'all that had slip ups. Girl. Like if you don't say you're selling a bit of lies, what you selling? <laughs> you say I'm celibate. I don't believe in sex before marriage. We have had slip ups. Slip ups mean you fucking. Right. Yeah, you done slipped in the wrong hole. That's what you mean. He done done slipped in all holes. (laughs) (laughs) Slip and slide, if you will. (laughs) The slippy drippy, if you. (laughs) Okay. Alex with the slippy drippy. (laughs) I just. Before she gets married, I just want her to find her edges. Because it's mm. like, mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know like what mm-hmm. happened there. Like, but especially, it just mm-hmm. it looks like she's worn maybe like lace fronts way too long. And you now know what, her- what also is weird is in the previews for the next episode on the wedding, her hair looked like it jumped out of 1999. Did you see looked, that hairdo? It looked like, really. It looked like really. It looked like they was using pump it up gold. <laughs> Maybe with platinum. a little bit of jam. <laughs> yes, it looked stiff. It looked crunchy. It looked like she had some waterfalls and some swoops and everything. I was like, "What is this?" Exactly. Mm-hmm. First of all, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't understand homophobia because whenever I've somebody gay has been on Brazilla's either as a couple or as a support as a part of the team, they enhance the show so greatly because that fucking florist when she said, "Did you bring a sample?" and he said, "Did you bring a payment?" Oh, <laughs> let me tell you. Okay. That's my type of carrying on. Okay. Because the fact that you have not provided payment yet, and most florists require a down payment. Mm-hmm. You was getting off easy, so I know you ain't asking for samples. Literally, yes, and also, was. literally, I've never really seen florists provide samples. You just really have to trust their vision and look at yeah. their previous body of work. Because flowers are fucking expensive. They really True. are. I didn't see like, my floral arrangements to the day of the goddamn ceremony, but I also did my homework and I had one of the best florists in, in Ohio. 
So I was like, yeah, I know my shit gonna be fly. That ain't no big deal. But I ain't seen no goddamn samples. Hmm. <laughs> we discussed color sinks, color schemes, flower choices, and the rest was left in their hands. And they delivered. That was hmm. it. You ain't even put no down payment, girl. Shut your ass up. And her daddy right. don't like Craig. It's like the whole situation is just a mess. Like, I feel like she really needs to go back to the drawing board with this whole engagement. Yeah, because when she like finally said that they had infidelity issues, I was like, okay, so her father's intuition is right on point. Why are you forcing yourself to get married to somebody who can't even tell you where they've been at all day? Hmm. That's very fucking weird. He on the phone the whole time your family and friends is there. Right. Taco Tuesday. Like that don't set off no red flags and hmm. you didn't already caught him in other women's DMs. Why are you trying to marry this man? Mm. Wasn't it her father who said he thinks she pregnant? Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. He she's he's she slipped up and he slipped in and did not slip out. Because <laughs> <laughs> And then it was a whole lot of slipping. Yeah. <laughs> and they church homophobic. How you got gay members but talking about you don't want the men wearing makeup or women's clothing? I would have been like, you know what? Craig about to show up in a in a junior bridesmaid dress. Fuck what y'all talking about now. Now you playing games. You know what I don't understand with like people that are like that, like, oh, you want to be homophobic. It's like, gay people literally mind their business. So, literally. How about you mind the business that pays you? Because what two consenting adults do in their household is really none of your fucking business. Like, y'all don't have no problem taking his tithes and offerings as right, a member of that like, church. But now you feel compelled to tell him how he can dress and how he can make his face up in a wedding. Right. Like, at least he got his edges. You, on the other hand. Miss Mamas, I would have told that, I would have told the church, I'm going to be finding another wedding venue. (laughs) Don't even worry about it. Because Craig could be in my wedding dressed like Patti LaBelle from the 80s and I would not give a single fuck. (laughs) Hair and all. So, <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm whatever. Like, I- listen, listen, people, they are just, whew, they are something else. That's all I'm going to say. Absolutely. That was it for Bridezilla's. <laughs> I'm ready to go to Ready to Love. Owns Ready oh, to Love. I'm- my God. Why is this legal? Like, who okayed this show? I just... Like, I want to know who went to the network, who went to Owen and was like, hey, guys, we have this great idea. How about we get 10 desperate people together and have them competitively date each other? Like, what? Who? While, while living on a resort together. Like, who okayed this? Because I want to talk. Because I have questions. <laughs> I have questions about every single person that was casted to be on this show. What was the process? 
<laughs> so, so the lady, the, the lady Denise, who is a track and field coach, mm-hmm. she is fucking aggressive. Very. And then she she got pissed <laughs> off that Rashid was aggressive, and now she don't like him. She consider she think he's a narcissist. And she recognized like, narcissistic behavior kettle? in him like she did in one of her exes. Like, first of all, Miss <laughs> Mama, how you, they say a pack a bag, not bring all your baggage to the resort. She brought <laughs> everything. <laughs> how you, how you put all that off on him? And you ain't had but two conversations with the man. It, and then it, he started reconnecting with Adriana who ghosted him years ago. The craziness. (laughs) You could never ghost me and then reconnect with me. I'm so sorry. No, not ever. That's the one and done. Not ever. ever. Not like ever, ever. Period. Not in this lifetime, not in the next one, not in the previous one. Like, no. No, it just, just no, it would not absolutely happen. not. No, it can't. Like, what <laughs> exactly? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, <laughs> no, and it, sounding she's, no. The, she's the youngest <laughs> one there, and these men are just so much older than her. Like, Rashid is 42, they they tried to date years earlier when he had just gotten divorced, she was in her 20s. Like, why? Why? That's all I want to know is why. I just, I... (laughs) It's just so much, like, it's so much to unpack, but it's like, they're literally, like, all so desperate it's like you can smell the desperation through the tv absolutely and i'm just like it's, I it's literally single parents there and it's like where the <laughs> fuck is your kids at <laughs> <laughs> like, like. The, uh, who, who's the one i got his name raymond the professional guitarist with five oh, kids God. that keeps telling all the women he used to play uh for tank and genuine <sighs> Mr. Mamas, please. please, please. You are fifty-two. <laughs> you are you... trying to you are trying to get at Adriana, who is thirty-one, and you said that your oldest child was like twenty-four or twenty-five. They are literally four to they're literally five to six years younger than that woman. Yeah, they should be dating her. Mm-hmm. And not your old ass. Not that 50s old, but it's just like, sir, you are a father to grown children now. Stick to the bingo nights and been gay that you are used to. (laughs) (laughs) Because what? Oh, Lexi. Hmm. The, The radio host who came in that pink ass suit with no shirt on just grease the fuck up. Oh KG my Smooth. god. <laughs> Why I... would you? I Why did you? Like Who allowed you? Who okayed this? 
And you could not tell him he was not the shit. Like, sir. He was so greasy. You are past your prime. Let's not. Let's not do this anymore. Like, like did somebody you, just, go ahead, Lexi. No, you can tell he's like one of them old cat daddies that just knows he's still the shit. Like, you like, can't tell him. Did somebody he still got it? <laughs> did somebody drop you in a goddamn air fry before you came in this bitch? Like, what's... yeah. Why was he so greasy? He had that Y clef on the motorcycle. One oh, like, oh. Yeah. he had the Yalei Hey T grease up. The Yalei Hey greased up <laughs> special. Or that picture of 2020 uh, in a panty. Or, the, <laughs> or that picture of Steve Harvey with no shirt on. He up here looking like greased up like a busted hot water bottle. Mr. Potato Head. Oh, don't ever bring that up. You are <laughs> disgusting, Jeremy. You True. need help, I, Jesus. I don't know who Steve Harvey. I guess the aunties might have enjoyed that. I don't know, but that was. I just... don't even know if the aunties enjoyed that. That's just nasty. Yeah, that was. That a was a... the attorney Simone. She was weird. Like she's passport Twitter. She kept asking the men, do you have a passport? Do you have a passport? How you gonna right. sound the most beautiful woman in the world and you ain't never been nowhere? Girl. Easy. Mm. Easy. <laughs> like, Landed her do, ass right in the bottom too. Like, do 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 the men not have eyes? Like <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, just because they ain't been over the world, if they look at you and find you attractive, then I'm like, girl, what is she complaining about? <laughs> like what? Right. I don't understand the issue here. <laughs> Like, okay, girl. I, yeah. I was like, mm. and then when we got to episode three, so uh, David telling the uh, what's the lady's name? She the one with two kids, Alicia. First of all, I'm not trying to be funny, but asking a man, <laughs> is he gonna take care of you, your kids, pay all the bills and everything? Miss Moms, we gotta have a conversation. <laughs> we are going to start a dialogue. We need to start a dialogue because where is the child support? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm not going to be more responsible for your kids than the nigga you laid down and humped on to have them. Okay. And I just, I just, I love women. I think men, if they are going to want to be in control, they absolutely need to be providers. But absentee fathers shouldn't be excused from taking care of their kids. No, they should not. No, they should not. No, no, no. And you, you will not treat me as if I need to pick up the slack because you scared to go through the court process and take that food to court to get your monies. Right. Listen, and the, go- the women was all mad. He said it too. You should never say that to a woman. Who shouldn't? Right. Because if I lay down and make a baby with you, I'm going to take care of it. That part. This nigga not I mean, exempt. His kids is gonna. Hey, you gonna pay for your kids? You gonna be a financial uh, responsible person for your damn kids? I will too. But I'm. You gonna do some too? Right. Put like, that nigga uh, on child support. Listen, okay. Listen, a, a nigga named Navadia stay in there. Put that nigga on child support. Listen, <laughs> you you going on child support also? Ma'am, you are 39 years old. 
again, I love a man that's going to, a man that take care of home. But you, y'all be, she was talking to them niggas like, well, what can you do for me? What do you bring to the table? <laughs> what do, like, what do you have besides two kids? What are you bringing to the table? Because her whole conversation was about finances. And that's cool. Everybody here got a job. Thankfully, at least they ain't that desperate. Everybody here got a job. But like, what you bringing to the table? She, I still don't know what the fuck she got going. She's bringing two kids. Uh, She's bringing her. She she she's bringing herself and her two kids. She says she is the table. (laughs) Maybe a wonky one, but (laughs) (laughs) the legs wobbling. (laughs) They running over to the left. (laughs) You are ridiculous. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, I you know, I, I I didn't understand the the anger with 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 that. Like I look if you if you want a man or anybody to pay all your bills, that's fine. But that is your right. But also, it is also the right of the other person to not want to do that shit either. So right, yeah, absolutely. And my the thing with me is. We're not about to have two a two income household, but but acting like my income the only ha- my income the only income in the household. I'm not about to play that game. Yeah, you either no. gonna be a stay at home spouse, or we both will be contributing to the financial well being of our marriage and our household. I'm not yeah. going to be spending out, and you are not contributing. That is not fair. I'm sorry. That's not how this works. Like it's it's not fair in any capacity. And if I make the all. most money, I absolutely am responsible for contributing the most because I have it to contribute. Right. But we're going to have some financial goals and a method by which you can also contribute financially. You will not just sit on your money and not make wise investments for the for our the health of our marriage and our finances. I'm sorry, not sorry. Absolutely. It was just weird. And David got into it with Joy. They got mad at David again also because when he first came to to the resort, he had on a hat and sunglasses. Talking about you didn't look approachable. Y'all in fucking Texas somewhere in the middle of the goddamn heat. (laughs) Right. And you mad because he had on a hat and some sunglasses. And just... I, now, 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 <clears throat> y'all correct me if I'm wrong, friends. Uh huh. Yeah. But um, I thought a hat and sunglasses is stuff that you wear to a resort. I, I thought so too. Thought so too. I, I thought that was. A, I thought so too until I Joy that took was it really personal. Attire. <laughs> and then he wagged his finger. She talking about you got your finger in my face. His finger wasn't nowhere near her damn face. Uh. I'm gonna just be honest. He. She seemed mad she couldn't get his attention. That's basically what it boiled down to. Because I picked up on that too. Yeah. (laughs) Like she she wanted his attention and he his attention was elsewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So four four people got sent home in the two episodes, three men and one woman. Um Sam got sent home in the second episode, which he was very fucking socially awkward. <laughs> and he needed to go home. 
He was very he was socially awkward. Me, he was giving me serial killer. Not I, he was giving me incel. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was giving For me sure. incel. For sure. Yeah, he was. Just, he was monotone. Just, the vibes he wasn't was weird. He couldn't make eye contact with the women. He was right. asking weird questions like, so you're a private chef. Don't you get tired of doing the same thing over and over and over? Like, boy, what? Boy, boy, I will stab you, don't you? <laughs> if it's Literally. anything, a private chef is not as repetitive. Hello? Wow. So he, he was, was the giving first me, man to go think. home. He was giving, he me, was giving me very, like, I will kill you and then skin you alive. Probably. And then and then and, and then, then use wear, it to paint. Yeah, like <laughs> use your skin to like make a canvas oh, you know who, or a blanket. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know who was giving me shit? What is the nigga's name? He was giving me Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. Oh, he was he was he was yeah. giving me he was also yeah. giving me Hannibal vibes. Oh yes, yes. And yes. a little bit was, of uh Red Dragon. Which is like a prequel to Hannibal. Definitely, yes, yes. Hears voices from paintings and has like weird fetishes. Yes, yeah. definitely yeah. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first woman that went home was Danny or Danielle, which that surprised me because she's forty-one. She has an adult child, so she's single and ready to mingle. She's an oil and gas project coordinator. Um, but the men said she was giving me homegirl versus girlfriend. And this is how you know that a lot of niggas don't know what they want. Because if you can't be friends with somebody first, the relationship part is doomed. And the fact that y'all felt comfortable enough to be open with her, honest with her, share y'all's story, and it turned y'all off? Right. Well, niggas are stupid. Fucking weirdos. Niggas are stupid. Very. Goddamn weirdos. And then the two men that went home was David and Raymond. I was mad David went home, but, but I was glad Raymond went home. Go get back on the road with Genuine and Tank and leave these young oh women God. alone. Seriously. <laughs> Find you a nice woman at Shady Pines and settle down. Like, just stop it. Listen, find you a woman at the Cracker Barrel and leave these young girls alone. <laughs> Not the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Bomb some taffy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we go to Potomac speaking of incels I just want to put out a call to notice if you are an incel who has $11,000 to spare and never wants to meet me and you (laughs) I have been given permission from my husband for us to run your pockets dry (laughs) (laughs) if you you don't don't got my watch a little about the locker have you if you No, did y'all see what happened on Twitter today? No, well, yeah. I haven't oh been on much today. Where the guy, the guy last night started posting uh, screenshots of his like Cash App or Venmo that he sent this woman he was talking to. He met on Twitter ten point eight thousand, ten point eight k, and he never met her. And he flipped out and freaked out because he sent her a dick picture at nine in the morning, and she didn't respond to it. So he started talking about she was a bum ass this and a bum ass hoe that. And but, but sir, but my nigga, but she what? got sir. on Twitter. She y'all, she got on Twitter and posted screenshots 
She was never mean to that man. She was never asking that man for money. He was sending her money because he wanted to. And even when he was going off about her not responding to the dick pic, she was trying to uh, be rational with him and was like, it was the morning time. I wasn't fully up yet. I was going to come back and respond to it. Um, You know, I feel like you're taking this out of proportion. She never blocked him or nothing. He did all that. He got in his feelings and brought it to Twitter. She was never mean to him. Wow. If you got if you got eleven K Okay. Just laying around. Let me know. If you have all you need is your dick pictures ignored. Let me know. Let me know. My DMs are open. (laughs) If if you have eleven K to spare, uh brother brother Avant, I know you barely had that, but Next time, make it 15. Thank you Next so time, make, much. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, if you're going to be an incel, be an incel properly. I feel it's like just... a lot of these incels and like wannabe new age video vixens got the game all fucked up. Like, you don't need to run to social media and tell us what you do. Like, we did not need to know none of this. And not at all. Like, what happened to staying low and building? Like, get your money. Like, don't mess your bag up wanting to run off at your mouth. Like, <laughs> and and don't try to be the victim when you are not one. Right. Because that woman was no more. She was not trying to. And she literally stopped responding. She said she stopped responding because she didn't want to keep arguing. She was going to yeah. let things cool off and then hit him up later. But yes, I'm not about to argue with you through text message for four hours. Yeah, no. You got life full circle fucked up. You will get placed on do not disturb or block. That is literally the definition of insanity. (laughs) Sitting in your phone arguing with somebody. Like, I'm not about to do this. (laughs) That's wild. But if you got 11K for me or Lexi, let us know. Please. ASAP. And if you a woman that got 11K for Jeremy, let him know. He got Please. big knees. You know what? And he, and he willing to tease. You know oh. what? Ooh, ooh, ooh. You... <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Romy Rome in the house. Um... All right. All right. Let's move on to Potomac. Let's, let's... See... <laughs> you get on my damn <laughs> we finally made it to Potomac season five, episode 14. Hats off, Ooh. shades on. The quote of the season came from the Grand Dom herself. People come for me all the time, they just don't find me. Okay. I've been waiting for a go, Karen go, go. episode. I think Karen has been giving these ladies, Giselle, Robin, um, Candace, and Wendy. Far more grace than they have deserved. Um, yeah. Karen has been the star of the season to me. Especially considering their history of picking at Karen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she has really tried to be the bigger person all season. And I just want to say this tea room conversation when Giselle showed up wearing dirty flip flops was a mess. Oh my God. I, the green eyed, well, one half of the green eyed bandit, like, I just want sis to, and my best Regina, 
my Regina Hall voice. I want her to love herself because she don't love herself. <laughs> she don't love herself. Because why? I'm still trying to figure out like this many episodes, and I'm still trying to figure out why sis circles back around to Jamal Bryant. Jamal. Jamal, like, five foot three, Bryant. Jamal, I can't keep my dick in my pants and stop having kids, Bryant. Like, I just want to know, like, why? Like, you don't have any other exes you could have doubled back around to. Like, this is the one, the one who had, like, multiple children with women in his congregation. Like, of all people, this is the one. People and we know that you are not happy and you're just doing this for the camera because you keep up so much mess this season. Literally, you do not act like a woman who is properly loved and dicked down. No, I'm gonna just be honest with you because not you ran to, you ran to tell Karen what Wendy said about her about her helping Ray pay off his um taxes in that situation. But Wendy, this is why Karen don't like you. And I feel like this was a test that Karen gave you to see where your head was really at. Because when she confided that information in you, it shouldn't have gone any further. And no. damn sure not to no fucking Giselle. The right. ladies already have been nasty to Giselle about Ray's tax issues when they first happened. And you knew that. You've watched the show. You were right. a friend. You were somewhat of a friend of the show the last couple seasons. Um, because I, I forgot you were there when Candace pulled the knife on Ashley at the condo. I forgot Wendy was in that scene. So you know how these ladies have treated Karen. And so if you truly wanted to build any type of a bond or friendship with Karen, you wouldn't have run to tell Giselle and Robin that information. Nope. It would have stayed between y'all. Especially knowing their assorted history. Yeah. Right. Recent assorted history. Yeah. But, you know, like, we can't really expect much from Wendy. Like, she came in this season guns blazing. Like, I feel like ever since she went, like, full time, like, you know, a part of the show now, she's just tries too hard. Yeah. She does the absolute most. Like, it's performative. Everything about her is performative. Yeah. Like, that whole, like, scene at the dinner at Monique's cabin was just like really fucking weird like talking to Ashley and I get it like Ashley can be very annoying like I'm not saying Ashley is any better but it's just like girl your hostility is misplaced like it's it's just misplaced and she's so annoying like she just gets I can't stand black people like that like we have to rise above the rest we have to Set that example. Like, bitch, I, I don't have, have to do nothing. The only thing I got to do is stay black and die. Like, I am that part a nigga. I'm, I'm a nigga through and through. Like, Scotty Beam said, like, they go high. No, bitch, I go lower. I go exactly. begging the stallion knees low. Like, Oof. no. Oof. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> but what I did love, though, was Karen really nipping that shit in the bud about Ray. And she started laughing about how Wendy slithered down the steps during her combo with Candace. And when she started imitating how Wendy's walk, that was right up there with how um, what's her name? Evelyn imitates uh, 
Jackie from basketball. Oh, yeah, oh my yeah, god, I remember that. when she was like, she walked like Yoshi, <laughs> yeah, yo, <laughs> because I don't know, do y'all remember Spy versus Spy from Mad TV? That's how Wendy oh my, yes, yes, oh yes, my god, do. yes, she does, she absolutely does, like. <laughs> I can't believe yo spy versus that spy. is a hell of a took reference. it back. That is right. Yes, you get ten the way they lean back. That reference. Yeah. <laughs> and it definitely <laughs> worked with Wendy, not only in how she walked, but also her wigs. Both of them be leaning. Okay, yeah, they everything slithers about Wendy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, how do you have all these degrees and you do this and? You make this money and your wigs always look raggedy. Like, like you should, because you have a very unique hairline, you should have custom wigs. Literally. You literally should have wigs that take into account your hairline because I've, I know some other people with a hairline like that. Like, it's just, they just have really edges that sit really far up on both sides and it looks like a Lego piece. You know who she should talk to, though, about finding someone to do her hair or get a custom wig or whatever have you. Teresa, Teresa, what is it, Judice, Judy J, whatever, from New Jersey. Because she had one of them them low-sitting hairlines, but then she, like, went to jail. And I guess somebody in there (laughs) helped her get it together because she came out looking much better, you know, so... Maybe Wendy should just reach out to her and be like, hey, sis, like, who helped you get your hair together? Because I need help in that department. Like, yeah, it was a mess. And then I also agree with Karen when she said that, you know, while Wendy may have a PhD, she's not a medical doctor and she it's not her place to try and diagnose whatever may be going on with Monique, either right. mentally Mentally or medically, period. Right. Like, it's just not her business. It's not her place. If you don't want to have anything to do with Monique, that's fine. But you don't have a right to sit up here and diagnose her. When you have a PhD and something that has absolutely nothing to do with medical, like her PhD is in like <laughs> public information or public. It, it's a PhD. It's irrelevant. It's not an MD. Yes, it's a PhD, but it's irrelevant to the situation at hand so Absolutely. yes we're proud congratulations but like bitch you ain't no psychiatrist psychologist none of that Look, so we can damn sure tell life. she not a phd in minding her goddamn business <laughs> listen <laughs> you didn't you didn't read none of the theory on that bitch because you do not do it any any whatsoever at all like we're speaking of miss wendy <clears throat> okay um for all of Miss Mama's carrying on, yes, about being an example and being a driving force out here on CNN with her political commentary, yes, and the, and the work, yes, she so desperately um, has has, done. Sh- has done and mm. repeatedly shoved down our throats on this yes. goddamn show, yes. Um, Miss Mamas, you was quiet as a hoe in church during this whole election cycle. I ain't seen not nan, 
I ain't seen you on not nan political show on CNN, <laughs> in NBC, ABC, Elemental P. I ain't seen not nan post on an Instagram. I ain't seen not nan tweet. I ain't seen shit, Miss Wendy. So what the fuck was you doing, Miss Mamas? I just would like to know. I, I saw nothing. Listen. They they gave Van Jones more airplay than you did. Which mm. Gail King? (sighs) I saw the I saw the minus the grace because Van Jones you ain't a great. But I saw so many (laughs) from both sides, Democrat, Republican, and we did not see one time Wendy Osifo giving political commentary about the biggest most historical election in our in our lifetime hmm. record breaking election states flip that ain't never flipped before never that reminded me of that too. and i mean i'm i'm exaggerating but arizona and georgia have not flipped since bill clinton and what was it 90 92 yeah Yep. 92. Yep. Record breaking number of votes for both the president elect and 71 uh, million legal. 71 million legal votes casted the most ever in history. (laughs) Bigly. (laughs) Bigly. Bigly. Cinnamon Satan. Uh, we did not on, see this mama on the TV screens. Lexi, Lexi, Lexi. Huh? <laughs> the mama George. Phaedra. Phaedra. Because you know she talked with her teeth. Phaedra. That man said he was going to blow you the fuck up. Blow you the fuck up, Phaedra. Word <laughs> on the street is. <laughs> that she was lying. <laughs> like, ma'am. <laughs> Lexi, I missed you. <laughs> Y'all won't have to go this long again without a Lexi appearance. You will right. definitely be getting Lexi on the talk talk yes, city. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Because everything, so Potomac, Salt Lake City, and Atlanta will all be airing. For a minute at the same time, like some, together. Oh, and I mean, I know you guys probably don't watch this, but I also watch The Real Housewives of OC again because I love messy white women. And this season, so good. Just so okay. good. I might do some <laughs> catching up. <clears throat> yeah, you totally yeah. should because Vicky is not on there anymore. Um, Tamara's gone and. It's like this whole beef between Bronwyn and that really nasally one. I can't remember her name from um, Long Island. I, and she's like, you know, like me and Mike, like we're like not together anymore. But like, I don't understand like why it really bothers her. You know, like I'm from I'm from Staten Island. Like, okay, bitch, congratulations. Like. You don't care. Stands, you get stand slapped. <laughs> okay, like <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're definitely gonna get Lexi back because everything airing at once that is gonna be that's a lot of content. something. And in true yes. green eyed <laughs> fashion, just <Giselle laughs> ran 
and told Wendy what was said at the tea room, but as Left fast out. as those dirty knockoff Adidas lies would carry her, <laughs> but provided no context. And basically, she's just really messy this said, season. You ain't no medical doctor. You ain't did shit. You ain't cure cancer. You ain't cure AIDS. You don't know how to get rid of the gout. You don't know how to cure arthritis. You don't know how to get rid of the sugar. You don't Listen. know shit. And Damn. <laughs> like I'm going to dress Karen once and for all at the photo <laughs> shoot for Robin's line of printed hats embellished. First of all Embezzle. this mama's your friend Giselle is so shady towards you that she called your shit embezzled because that's what you've mm-hmm. been doing with that tax money embezzled <laughs> my god how, like, how are Robin. you $90,000 in tax debt and Robin was just, as soon as she said that, Robin just over here laughing. Karen was like, like that is not funny. Funny. <laughs> it's not funny. And I mean, it was to us, but it was, it's not funny. When Giselle said, I'm so happy for my girl Robin, she got these little hats and she's selling them. She got an IRS thing to pay, but that's not even worth discussing. It's like, what, $1,200 or something? 4000 It's something that, stupid. That and the producer said, was like, 90000 she was like, "Oh, really? Okay, oops." <laughs> like, girl, don't don't do that. <laughs> and Giselle always starting shit at whatever fu- whatever function. Robin, it's always some do. function, yeah. She yeah. always like how you starting shit. How you always starting shit at your friends' events? How you are always the catalyst yeah. for ruining people's events. She tried to ruin Karen's fundraiser for all, for her mom and dad. Remember that. When they yeah. showed up uninvited trying to start shit and Karen had the uh, security carry them right the fuck on out. Um, same thing. It's just like, what are you always doing? You are jealous. And you are jealous of some bedazzled hats. First of all, Robin, it's going to take a lot more than them tacky hats to clear that debt. Oh, beloved <laughs> broke, oh, beloved broke bitch. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's the show title. <laughs> you are fucking broke, man. Just, it is it is making me and my homegirls and my homeboy upset that you just keep being broke. Hey, you because know what, nobody to have the opportunity to get your money straight after blowing through you and Juan's money and you still end up in tax debt. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know what? Like when I saw them hats, you know what it reminded me. Remember, like it, back in the day on the Twitter, beauty supply store hats that grow. Oh, yes. yes, yes, that's what it reminded me. Of. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga just got a hat, a hat that say "Essos on the brill." <laughs> <laughs> like you are, it is gonna, it's gonna take more. It's gonna take yeah. a whole lot, goddamn more than that. Um. <laughs> I'm just hey, like, you're gonna, you gonna have to embezzle a lot of money for this. A lot, a lot. Like, a also, lot, a lot. <laughs> y'all, do you know how you could tell the American education system is fucked up? Geography whoops Americans' ass all of the time. When Ashley pulled out that flag, nobody knew it was pork. And I don't know flags either. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know I know African flags and I know some of the major countries, but geography as a whole whoops our ass because it's a lot of people that don't know India is part of Asia. Yeah. True. It's a, it's a lot. It's a it's a lot of kids that were 
left behind. And I stand by that, you know, how people are like, oh, my God, Obama did this, Obama did that. But I'm like, we really need to have some smoke for Bush because he signed No Kid Left Behind and you niggas literally got left behind. Mm. It's just it's baffling to you, girl. It's it's also kind of embarrassing, too. It just goes to show you how Mm. shitty our education system Absolutely. Absolutely. Old bitches were struggling like they were like, it's it's China? (laughs) No. Like, What? what? Y'all know my favorite clip from Dennis the Menace when that babysitter trying to read that book while Dennis in the tub. You will never be big enough, little locomotive. That's that's what that's, I, that's what, what that's the what that's what they was when they were actually had the damn flag. Ashley's like, so I would never understand the flag. Can I can I be honest, y'all, and forgive me if it's pro- don't forgive me. It's gonna be problematic. Okay. Ashley has used her postpartum depression to try to rebrand this season. Yeah, and I don't yeah. fucking like it because I just will never forget how nasty Ashley has been in prior seasons. Yeah, to and, everybody. Like not and, just the postpartum, but just like the whole baby, like Yeah, period. she carry around Dean like he a goddamn coach bag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he just everywhere she fucking the baby Dior. <laughs> like she's just I don't like it. And I'm kind of annoyed that the girls are falling for it. Um because the North remembers things, one of the things that I have an issue with is how forgiving Monique has been because Ashley tried to bury Monique in the season where uh, Monique drove off into the ditch. Yeah. Yeah. Like she would not, anybody that would listen, she told Monique was drunk when they left that goddamn party. She and sure that she, she was drunk driving and she probably drove into the ditch because she was drunk. (laughs) Tried to bury her, was Mm -hmm. relentless about it the whole season. So I just have a true problem um with this rebranding and using postpartum and being a mother to do it um but she's taking the girls to portugal and in true ho-ass fashion they're not allowing monique to go because um giselle and candace are acting like um domestic abuse victims and that's it's like okay cool if y'all gonna ice monique out in her contract and let her go find something else to do so right. she can rebrand not for lazy moms hmm. to right please um funny because if me, you're like, not going to include oh go ahead lick some of my bed oh no it's fine um i just i feel like giselle is like really on this high horse and she doesn't need to be on one <laughs> she doesn't like, need to be on one she, about anything anything like very she, trash She's been doing the absolute most this season, like, and it's just, it's been a lot. Like, she's been doing the most. It's not cute. It's like when she showed up with her cankles and her notebook Mm. and talking about how she felt unsafe. I'm like, girl, bye. Like, because Giselle is bad about, like, throwing a rock and then hiding her hand. Like, she consistently gets shit started. And then be like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, ugh, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? And it's like, girl, don't play stupid. Like, that's what. But that's why I'm looking forward to tonight's episode because Karen is gonna clear Giselle. I can't wait. Um, I'm looking forward (laughs) to that. 
I but Wendy decided, <laughs> speaking of clearing, <laughs> Wendy decided she wanted to clear the air with Karen, but sadly, mm. all that got cleared was her ass because <laughs> all that got cleared was her weed. I listen, I listen, I had Hello. to replay this episode. I kept winding it back so I could get shit word for word. But Wendy gonna tell Karen, I find it so odd that you were talking about me being a doctor and undermining me when you don't even have a degree and I have four. Undermining you in what? What though? You're what? not a medical doctor. You're not. Nobody can undermine you in an area where you are not clearly a degree holder. You have She's four degrees like, if you <laughs> girl. She's like the woman version of Dr. Umar. Like she is fucking ridiculous. Like <laughs> undermining me. Undermining you in what? If Karen was talking politics, I would get it. Yeah. I would have some leeway. But you have been trying to diagnose Monique and act like you are a goddamn psychologist and psychiatrist, like Lexi said. You don't have the range. So At nobody all. can undermine you in anything where you don't have the range, you funny hairline having dits. Like leave us alone. Nobody can nobody can undermine you in a field that you're not digging in. Right. Hello. Hello. Say that again. Say that again, because that was a message. That's gonna be a headliner clip right there. Really is. (laughs) (laughs) Then then Wendy gonna say Karen doesn't uplift women. Yeah, bitch, you've been tearing Karen down all season for season long reason. She's like she knows me. Sex life bringing up the the situation with Ray and Karen helping him get out of tax debt. You have been at Karen's throat all the whole season. Entire long, season. And are mad that she has took some very valid shots and critiques at you. Right. Yeah. I was like, cause because my thing, my I was confused though. Well, since Karen wants to talk about people behind their backs, so I'm like, but girl, you did the same thing. So what right. is what the, they talking about the that woman's vagina all season? Oh, she yeah. trying to act like her vagina's still working, huh? Why do you care though? That's a, that's such a weird thing to say too. Like mm. that's just it's just weird. Like Nene, it's getting weird. It's getting weird. It's it's especially getting weird, and then you digging at her about not holding a degree. A degree when you have to be honest, women that's Karen's age and older, it was very fucking hard for them to go. To yes, it really was, especially being a black woman. What in the like, south? What? <laughs> Good night. Karen is a black woman from the south whose family now farms the very same plantation where they were slaves on. It right. was not easy for Karen to go to anybody's college in the rural Black South. No. And my thing is, and I mean, Karen said this, I mean, just just because you don't have a degree or have the, you know, the number of degrees that Wendy has, that doesn't mean you still can't be successful. Because again, look at the material. Oh, look at I'm going to do Karen- us a favor and I'm going to read Karen's <laughs> read word for word. But let's get to the real shady part. Wendy says that she's not one to brag about her degrees and all the women's eyes oh bugged out they got And then they rolled the clips back. And then back. Bravo <laughs> rolled that bean footage back in every scene. I got four degrees. Address me as Dr. Wendy. Wendy. I got four degrees. Girl. She's like, I, I have four degrees and I also have three kids. And then did I mention I also have four degrees? It's like, <laughs> Okay. It's we like, I can it. give you four degrees to shut the fuck up. That's what okay. I can give you. Listen, you got four <laughs> degrees, three kids, and no in-laws that want to be bothered. Okay. Hello? <laughs> Hello? 
Uh-huh. And when Karen <laughs> says that she understands the power of education, even though she doesn't have a degree, Wendy gonna chime in like, not there one. And that was the, that's when Karen's light switch flipped on because it was like, I'm trying so hard to be graceful with you. I'm trying so hard not to disrespect you, but you really keep pushing it. And that's when Karen gave Wendy the most classy read of a lifetime. She said, she no, it, not near one. Don't need one because I'm one of those people that succeeds, Wendy. God is good and I've been blessed by the spirit of entrepreneur and I'm doing the damn thing. There are a lot of people in this country that do not have degrees. And as my mother said, and I stand by this, common sense is a saving grace. And baby, you can't buy it, but I got it. Okay. Okay. Okay, Miss clearly. Because because clearly now with all them damn degrees, true. Because clearly with all them damn degrees, when they still ain't got no goddamn common sense, none whatsoever. None. Because like the elitism jumped out. It literally it's it, it's been jumping out this whole entire true. season. She's so. It's, it, and <laughs> th- which is why, which is why, I was so fucking annoyed with her carrying on about Monique because it's all a performance. Like how you you know carrying on like black people we don't need to do this we need to rise above but you letting your degrees bring out elitism because just because you don't have a degree that doesn't mean you're dumb it doesn't mean you still can't be successful it still doesn't it doesn't mean you don't have a place to be a functioning member of society so girl why is you bringing up your goddamn degrees every motherfucking time and looking down Uh on somebody in karen who while yes she don't have a degree but girl look at what karen is doing karen is popping uh, what the fuck you mad about (laughs) We about to join we about to join Karen and Claire and Wendy because I just Googled Karen Huger has a minimum net worth of ten million dollars. Oh minimum. wow, good for her. Wendy Osifo has a net worth estimated <laughs> at most one point five million dollars. Baby, go sit down and, and try to catch up to Karen's campaign. Girl, you pushing above your weird class. She is worth a, <laughs> almost seven times more than you will ever be. <sighs> Go find you somebody Wendy. to play with. Please. Please. Hold on. Read Please. them numbers one more time. My friend can just read them one more time. Karen is worth a minimum of $10 million. And how much is Wendy worth at max? One and a half million. Girl, you are punching above your wig class. If you don't sit down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Not punching above her wig class, though. Like, okay. You got, okay. Four degree- you, got four- you got four degrees and you still poorer than Karen. If you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> you gonna find you something to do. If you and I'm- Karen money gotta be long, but again, hmm? you gotta think. She's a shareholder in her family's farming company. So yes, yeah. right. yeah. money's may be there, but Karen came into her relationship with money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen then shows the ladies her imitation of <laughs> Wendy slithering down the steps, and then all the other women join in and start doing the slither walk. And <laughs> Wendy is trying to laugh it off, but you could tell she was aggravated, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it wraps up until. We find out that Monique, Monique has filed uh, counter charges against Candace for second degree assault, and Candace just sitting there mad and crying and screaming, 
talking about you literally have no common sense, you have no scruples, nothing. Talking about what not a bitch who was calling another not a bitch who was calling another black woman a bad wench for being married to a white man while you also married to a white man and you you black black and Ashley only have black. Mm. Right. Like the whole the whole uh, her whole outburst was just like well if this ain't Spider Man pointing at Spider Man calling Monique all kind of <laughs> trash uh, gutless hood rat ghetto bitches and sociopaths and all this shit and it's like girl the call is coming from inside the house literally blaring <laughs> like Not girl have, do, do, did you did you forget that we we've seen you on this show for eight or four years acting a goddamn ass like it was on. Like Monique was damn pretty much your only friend and tried to get you to to rein it in and you told her girl fuck you. Sure enough, did. Yeah. And I look at you just mad and just mad, ugly, and crying. And Chris just over there look Chris just over there looking like, God damn girl, shut up. Shit. She's like, How dare she do this to me? It's like, how dare you? Like, bitch literally said, I wanted to see you go to jail. I wanted your kids to know. Like what type of person? Right. <laughs> yeah. What type of what type of low life bitch like, over over? And again, this was not no real fight. Right. This was right. some shoving, some finger pointing, a little bit of hair pulling. This wasn't. This wasn't no rumble royale. You didn't get beat the fuck up. You got right. yoked up a little bit, yes. But you didn't. You didn't get the brakes beat off you like you really deserved. Right, like, like we embellish it, you know, and say you got your ass whooped because you know jokes, and also because it's girl, funny. fuck you, right? <laughs> th- that part, but it wasn't really no fight for real. No, <laughs> no it wasn't a single punch thrown. Did nobody even get open hand slapped? Right, right, which is at least the bare minimum on these shows when some shit pop off. Hmm. It was just—it's like, girl, give it a rest, and please, Chris should be mad at y'all wasting money that y'all ain't got. Okay. Yeah, we ain't forget y'all part. still one of the most uh y'all still the couple that's the least financially stable. Right. Hmm. If we being honest. Like and that's with taking into account Robin with that damn tax shit. Right. Whatever Robin doing, she made enough money to owe ninety thousand dollars in taxes. So somewhere, somewhere along the way, Robin has been making some money. Right. Right. She don't know how to manage it. Right, but, but she, she knows, been making she, it. She can making it, right? Okay, but your nah. mama was just paying half the mortgage on the condo that was in her name. Hmm. Mm. Your mama and paid did, for y'all wedding, right? Mm. And I was about to say, didn't her mother spend like two hundred plus thousand dollars on their wedding? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dream wedding, the princess wedding. Mm-hmm. Y'all had an anniversary party and couldn't afford an open bar. Mm. Hello. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. please leave us the fuck alone. If I, was, I want. If I, was I want Chris, her I'd be to... mad too. Hell yeah. Yes, because that case got thrown out, and that's money y'all could have saved. Right. And also, girl, what the fuck do you expect? Usually, that's what happens when you sue somebody. They have the ability to counter sue. Like, especially you... when they got. Av- when they have evidence that you were the aggressor and the agitator. Yeah. yeah. That's how your cookie crumbled. Hmm. Also, you look like a 
Lexi said, you look like a chihuahua. <laughs> she act acts like one, like just always one fucking too. Yipping at people's ankles and crying. Like... Don't fold another piece of tissue in Potomac. <laughs> Your tissue privileges is cut off, bitch. Don't cry into nay another napkin. <laughs> not nary, not nary a napkin. <laughs> grief. Leave us the fuck alone. You she's are so, just. Uh, she's so annoying. Like any way you put it, she's just like annoying, and it's just like, girl, you can't, you can't expect someone's. Uh, emotions to be in check when you continuously like provoke them like you keep poking a sleeping bear eventually they're gonna wake up and fuck your shit up so it's just like yeah you doing all this help the bell right (laughs) exactly (laughs) that was it for potomac though and then in the previews karen bought the clear giselle about Jamal never being around and then I mean, Robin let's gonna, talk about it <laughs> Robin gonna jump in like yeah you want us to always share our business with you you want to always know what's going on in our relationships but we never see Jamal hmm. mm. what's that about and then talking mm. about where well, he lives Giselle. in Atlanta like what that got to do with Problem. anything right, not proud but... of you <sighs> mm. that sent me mm. that sent me mm. She's like, why don't you ever stay with him? Like, when you go to Atlanta, like, why are you and the girls always at a hotel? Like, yeah, let's talk about that. Why are you all staying in a hotel when he's there and you guys are supposed to be in a relationship? But you're like, oh, we don't want the girls to be confused about where we stand. But the girls are old enough to completely understand what's going on. Shit, the girls don't want y'all to be together because they know they daddy. So exactly. The girls got more sense than y'all asses. <laughs> and they the children. Look at that. <laughs> exactly. And they have more sense than their parents. Like whew, exactly. And not yeah, even just and not even just one parent, both of them. Right. Yeah. Before right. we go, Lexi, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sexy Lexi. That's S-E-X-X-I-E-L-E-X-X-I-E. You know, I just be on there talking shit. Not really talking shit. I really just tweet what comes to mind, which is like a lot of random stuff. So, yeah, you can follow me there. And and follow her on IG for drink recipes. Yes. 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 Because I do like to make a good cocktail, so... There's also that. <laughs> As usual, we uh, thank you for taking time out to come through and talk shit with us. And we're going to oh have you back yes. when so Salt much, Lake City please. gets here come and it gets messy. Soon. Yes, yes. Like, I'm so looking forward to Salt Lake City. Like, the fact that they're all like former Mormons, like I'm obsessed like organized religions <laughs> and so- also also shout out to brooke and so mary crosby is it cosby or crosby i think it's crosby. Whichever, mary crosby's adopted son contacted brooke and they had a phone conversation and he spilled all of the tea about how trifling mary is 
about how <gasps> trifling um, the husband was, which is basically Mary's step grandfather or grandfather or something like that. What? How he was abusive to the kids <gasps> when they were smaller because he has no actual blood relation to them because that was like um, that was the that was his mother's or Mary Crosby's grandmother's second or third husband or something like that. So there's mm-hmm. no blood relation, but he was abusive to them as kids. When um, when the grandmother when the grandmother and his adopted mother died, uh, the husband had documents for forged so they wouldn't get their inheritance. So they didn't what? get any of their inheritance. Because it was estimated she was worth like 10 to $20 million. She owned the church, owned a radio station and some other businesses. Um, He cheated them out of their inheritance. He ended up marrying Mary. And it wasn't an arranged marriage. It wasn't forced. She didn't have to do it. She made a choice to do it. And, you know, word on the street is that they don't actually live together. They (gasps) do share a son together. What? But they do not live together, and that they started robbing the church blind, um, and a whole Stop bunch of it. other stuff. And then members of the church started reaching out to Brooke and leaving comments on her YouTube page. So, if you really want to get some tea before the season starts, go to the Brooke Ashley YouTube um, and do some catching up because she's got some inside information. And this Mary Crosby lady is going to be a villain that we have not seen in the uh, Housewives franchise, maybe ever. Wow. Um, She's going to come through like Thanos. She's got some real (laughs) shit on her. So if you get a chance, go check out her YouTube videos before the first episode airs, because it's about to get messy. And I love mess, so I'm definitely about to tune in. (laughs) Yes. So shout out to Brooke. Thank you again. Yeah. Um, And we will see y'all niggas back next week. Peace, niggas. Bye.